game is done. Hey, everybody loves Tim Kaye. Let me hear you. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. Tim Kaye's is great. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers Baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, Tim Cates. Dodgers beat the Brewers in Milwaukee. What a night for Tony Gonsolin. Seven shutout innings. He picks up his 15th win of the season as the Dodgers get win number 81. Hi, everybody. Tim Cates. Welcome to Dodger Talk here on AM570 LA Sports. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday night. Our phone number 866-987-2570, 866-987-2570. You're probably wondering, is it a getaway day? Why is Kate's doing Dodger Talk tonight? Why is Kate's on and not David Vassay live from American Family Field? Well, David Vassay working a little TV tonight and tomorrow taking the place of Kirsten Watson, who was off for a couple of days. So I take over doing all the responsibilities on pre and post here on AFI 70 LA sports. This was scheduled. This was something that was planned. What was not planned was David Vassay going down the slide at American family field, the same slide where Bernie, the brewer slides down after a home run in Milwaukee. Dave went down the slide and when he did, He went down so fast, he slammed into the padded wall. He's okay. He's in good spirits. He worked tonight. We just heard him on the clubhouse show, down working the Dodger clubhouse, doing a great job. Dave, though, has got five cracked ribs, and Dave broke his wrist in two spots and is currently in a cast from his hand up to his elbow and will be reevaluated when he gets back to Los Angeles. I don't know if it's an IL stint for Dave. But certainly, he is banged up, he is bruised, he is sore, and I'm sure he's in pain. And we'll feel it even more tomorrow when he wakes up in Milwaukee before the fourth and final game of this series in Milwaukee against the Brewers. Dodgers get the win, and they hashtag do it for David. Austin Barnes on the postgame show on the field with Dave said, we did it for you, David. We did it for you. So hashtag do it for David. As David Vasse playing hurt tonight, actually went to the emergency room. David Vasse left the field after slamming into the wall, cracking his ribs, breaking his wrist in two spots. Oh, yeah, did an interview with Justin Turner in the dugout, then went to the emergency room, got x-rayed, had to see a doctor, made his way back to the park there in Milwaukee, and worked the game for Sportsnet LA and for us right here on AM570 LA Sports afterwards. What a trooper David Vassay is. What a warrior you could say David Vassay is. And if you want to shout him out, you want to say a little something special to Dave, I'm sure he's listening right now as he uh, has the adrenaline wear off of what has been a crazy day for him in the city of Milwaukee. And he heads back to the hotel to relax and try to get comfortable as he goes to bed tonight, certainly with cracked ribs, if you've ever had it before, even one hairline cracked ribs can just cause you to 
so much discomfort sleeping and walking around and twisting and just any movement you make, you think you, you, you're in so much pain. And he's got five of them. So, and on top of that, two breaks in his wrist, which I'm sure he's going to have to surgery for, at least uh, get casted up for a while. So uh, we're thinking of you, Dave, our best to you and uh, a speedy recovery. We'll talk to him on the pregame show tomorrow, but a much-needed night rest for David Vasse tonight. 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570. Dodgers get the win. Muncie goes deep. Barnes goes deep. Gonsolin gets the win. And, oh, yeah, Craig Kimbrell got the save. I don't know how you felt, Dodger fans, but when the Dodgers had a 2-1 to lead and they went to the bottom half of the ninth inning and Craig Kimbrell came out to close it out, what was your initial thoughts based on Twitter and social media? I don't think too many Dodger fans were too happy about that. But Dave Roberts last night after the Dodgers lost in 11 innings, 5-4, Craig Kimbrell gave up the two-run single to lose it. He said afterwards, he's our guy. I'm sticking with him. I'll send him right back out there tomorrow if it's a one-run game. And wouldn't you know it, it's a one-run game tonight, the next day, in Milwaukee, 2-1 to one Dodgers lead going to the ninth inning and there comes Craig Kimbrell. To his credit, Craig Kimbrell got a ground ball out to start off the inning. Then another ground ball out. Two quick outs for Craig Kimbrell. Got a couple of chases, too, from the Milwaukee Brewers. That's great. You'll take it. But then a single, a walk, and the Milwaukee Brewers had the tying run at second, go-ahead run at first, before Craig Kimbrell got a ground ball out to third, Max Muncy, Stepped on third for the force play to end the game in the threat. Dodgers get the win. Sigh of relief for everybody, including us here in the studio. Colin E., big Dodger fan, and me right here watching and listening to the game. Gonsolin hangs on to get the win. Craig Kimbrell, his 21st save of this season. 866-987-2570. Jose Moto will check in in just a little bit, but we've got a lot of phones, uh, a lot of callers on hold. We want to get to you. And maybe you want to give a little shout-out, a little special shout-out to David Vasse, who is going to certainly start feeling that pain after this adrenaline wears off of a, a wild day where he cracks his ribs, breaks his wrist, sliding down the slide there in Milwaukee. All right, we'll start it off with Jody in Redondo Beach. Jody, you're first up. How you doing? Hey, doing, doing well, Tim. Um, all aboard the Do It For Dave train, by the way. Yeah, hashtag Do It For Dave. Do It For Dave. Hey, uh, uh, it was funny because he uh, – he made a quip about uh, a dog to Gonsolin, mm-hmm. so his wits are about him, and he'll do fine. Say again? He had a little quip about dogs to Tony Gonsolin, so I'm sure he's his wits are about him, and he'll do fine. Yeah, yeah. But he'll feel it in the morning. I mean, he's got the adrenaline yeah. going. Yeah. He's excited. He's uh, he working hard. And when he puts his head down on that pillow tonight and wakes up tomorrow, reality's going to set in. He's going to be in some pain. So our best with Dave. For sure. For sure. Hey, just about um, Kimbrel. Mm-hmm. I haven't delved too much into this, but what are the just the lack of success, or just kind of the rough about a year and a half he's had? Has there been any analytical analyst an, analyst into this stuff? Because the stuff looks sharp. I mean, mm-hmm. just got a couple pitches, but has there been any other thought about what the um, what's going on with the, kind of the lack of success? I'm sure there is. Uh, Jody, and I appreciate the phone call. A lot of that's above my head, but certainly the Dodgers felt like he still had enough to be their closer. That's why they went and picked him up and traded uh, at the in spring training to go out and get him like they did uh, from the Chicago White Sox. He struggled with the control. 
That was his big thing with the White Sox and why he lost the, the, the closer job there. You saw it last night. You saw it tonight. I mean, last night you certainly saw it because he was getting deep into counts, 2-2, two, 3-2, two, two, a walk. Today, got two quick outs, a base hit against the shift to the right side. Okay, guy did a nice job of hitting there, but then a walk. And some of those pitches on the walk with two outs and the tying run at first just weren't even close. They, they weren't even a chance for the to get a swing and miss from a Milwaukee Brewers hitter there. So you got to be close to the zone. I mean, you have to kind of nibble the outside, inside part of the plate. You can't be so outside the strike zone that you can't get any help from a hitter chasing at something. And that's, to me, what Craig Kimbrell's problem has been is his lack of control. I mean, he's got good stuff. He's got a live fastball still, touching 95, 96. He's got that sweeping curveball there. But that control seems to be an issue. And the Dodgers have done a really good job. Their track record, we all know what it is, fixing guys, tinkering with guys, making guys better, finding out what they do best, and doing that more, 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 and more, and more again. Like Tyler Anderson, simplifying things with his pinches. Tony Gonsolin, simplifying things. What do you do well? Let's do that more than the things you don't do well. Why do something that you're not doing well over and over again and not have success? Doesn't make any sense, right? Work on that stuff in the bullpen sessions. Tony Gonsolin talked about that. Was working on the slider. That's what he's been working on. And brought it out to the game tonight. And you know what? He had it working against lefties and righties. The slider was keeping guys off balance. And Austin Barnes mentioned it. Didn't have his split finger working early on. Found that. And he cruised through seven innings, scattering just two hits along the way. Striking out eight, 95 pitches. Very efficient out of those 95 pitches. 67 were for strikes. He was getting ahead in the count. So a good night by Tony Gonsolin. Again, Craig Kimbrell, they're going to ride him. With 81 wins and with the Dodgers, a 17-game lead in the division and their magic number now at 28. What are they looking to do? Fine-tune guys, get ready for October. Identify roles and get ready for October. So as we sit here on August 17th with Craig Kimbrell, what are you going to do? Pull his closer card from him? And say, uh-uh, you've had some bad luck. You've struggled. But even though we've run away with the division and are boat racing the Padres, uh, we're just not comfortable right now in August having you close. You can't pull the ripcord on him quite yet. you got to let him try to figure it out because you've got time and a lead in the division to do so. So I understand why Dave Roberts is not just absolutely saying, enough's enough, I'm done with Craig Kimbrell. If this was a two-game lead in the division – and the Dodgers were fighting every day and need to win series and need to start putting together a bunch of wins in a row and stringing them out and get something going to pull away from a team, I, I would say 100%, yeah, maybe not the guy to have out there right now. But when you've got a 17-game lead and you've already got a magic number of 28 on August 17th, you can tinker with Craig Kimbrell a little bit. You can give him a little longer rope to go out there and try to figure it out. 866 987 866-987-2570. Joey in the great city of Westwood, California, home of the greatest university on the face of the earth, UCLA. How you doing, Joey? I'm I'm doing well, but you know, let me let me start off by giving some thoughts and prayers to David Vasse. I, yeah. mean, I, I I I saw that. Um, you know, I was watching the game and I saw that they uh, they played it on the telecast, and you know, he's got to be careful out there because you know, unlike Bernie, that's um, you know, coming down that slide mm-hmm. with that uh, cushioned uh, 
helmet. I mean, David Vassay, he's got, he's got a very thick skull that he's got to worry about. And so yeah. I, I think it's good that you're stepping in here on the injury list uh, while he's out. And hopefully if it's a 15, a 10-day, whatever it is, that he gets back to us uh, when he can. Uh, I'm not going to add on to the, the well-deserved Craig Kembrell bashing, but I do want to ask about the infield. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like we're, you know, we're still shuffling around the infield. I, I don't know this for a fact, but it seems that the Dodgers have probably set the most number of different lineups and the most number of different defensive uh, positionings out of any of the teams that are in Major League Baseball. Um, you know, why is it that it seems that we keep shuffling around the infield um, especially compared to the outfield that seems uh, pretty much on lock. You're talking about the shifting the Dodgers do. I appreciate it, Joey. The Dodgers are one of the top teams in baseball that do the shift. Now, just look at this last road trip. Tonight in Milwaukee, there was an instance the ball crushed up the middle. Uh, I'll I'll give an example of in Kansas City over the weekend where Gavin Lux was playing second base, and he was standing right behind second base when Tyler Anderson was pitching, I believe it was on Sunday. And it was a hard-hit ball right at the middle. And I, it, off the bat, with the center field camera, and you're watching the game, and the guy hits it right back towards the pitcher and past him, you're thinking, oh, boy, base it up the middle. And all of a sudden, Gavin Lux is there on a two-hopper, picks it up, and throws the first for the out. Perfect positioning. Needed to be right where he needed to be at that time. So the Dodgers have figured out shifting and where to have guys placed. So I don't have an issue with it. Uh, on the flip side, when the Dodgers are up, and other teams are shifting against him. It bothers the heck out of me when I crushes the ball, one hopper in the right center field, and there's the third baseman playing in shallow right field for a long putout. That bothers me. But again, if you're going to do it, teams are going to do it to you, and that's part of baseball now here in 2022. If things change and they eventually get rid of the shift, which I think they personally should. I know they're experimenting in baseball. They should have experimented at the All-Star game, having two guys on either side of second base and making sure guys stay on the dirt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know he was talking about different defensive lineups for the Dodgers, and, you know, they are tinkering with things. And, again, it goes back to lefty-righty matchups, and that's why you have different situations out there. But, you know, Max Muncy playing third base, letting Justin Turner get off his feet and be a designated hitter. Trace Thompson in left field as opposed to Joey Gallo. One's a right-handed hitter, one's a left-handed hitter. Eric Lau is pitching tonight. He's a left-handed pitcher, so Trace Thompson gets the start. Chris Taylor moves over to center field. Obviously, Cody Bellinger is having a quote-unquote reset time right now as he takes a couple of days off to get better down the stretch. That's why Chris Taylor is playing center field. So that's why you're seeing guys uh, play different spots in the lineup tonight at second base. Again, because of the left-hander, Hanser Alberto played second base. Why? Right-handed hitter. They stack the lineup with as many righties as they can outside of Freddie Freeman and Max Muncy. Uh, the Austin Barnes, you know, catching tonight. Will Smith getting another day off for Will Smith. How about that? He was off on Wednesday or uh, Sunday in Kansas City, and he gets another day off tonight against the Milwaukee Brewers. 866-987-2570. Let's go to Abraham in Inglewood. Abraham, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good, Tim. How are you? I'm doing good. You want to say and shout out David Vasse? Hashtag do it for David. Yeah, hashtag do it for David. You got to love him. All right. What do you want to say? I just had a quick question. So I'm looking a little ahead into the postseason. Um, you know, I think uh, Dustin May is scheduled to come back Saturday, if I'm not wrong. Um, assuming that, you know, he's good to go, healthy, uh, his stuff is good, and Kershaw comes back good, ready to go, do you see the Dodgers employing a five-man rotation um, to begin the postseason, or do you see Dustin May coming out of the bullpen with the uh, – 
kind of like fireman slash closer role? What do no, you think? No, they've built him up to be a starter, uh, Abraham, and I appreciate it. They've built him up to be a guy to be in the rotation. And Dave Roberts talked about it today pregame about how they're going to go to a six-man rotation. As of now, Ryan Pepio is still in the rotation. Now, when Clayton Kershaw comes back, we'll find out. That's not going to be until September at the latest. Certainly now Walker Buehler's not coming back. We know that because of the surgery he's having next week. So at the moment, with the lead, with the way the schedule is working out, the Dodgers are going to go to a six-man rotation, and I think they'll go to a six-man rotation for as long as they possibly can just to give guys an extra day of rest. Again, your boat race in the San Diego Padres, your magic number is 28. You don't need to send the guys out there every five days. If you've got the luxury and the things time out right with the schedule and off days remaining here in August and going into September, you got an East Coast road trip coming up, big series against the Mets, going down to Miami after this homestand. You're going to get the Marlins this weekend. So you're going to see the Brewers again. They come in town next week. So um, – the Dodgers have the luxury right now of doing different things, and one of those things they're doing with the rotation is a six-man rotation now that you've got Dustin May coming back. So uh, that's that's where the rotation stands right now. 866-987-2570. Let's check in with our guy, Jose. It's time to go around the horn with Jose Moda. All right, Jose, first off, uh, all the callers tonight uh, shouting out Do It For David as we're sending our thoughts to David Vasse for a speedy recovery. Hopefully he drinks a lot of milk, gets those bones healed up in his wrist. Two broken bones in his wrist. He's in a cast, as you saw, and five cracked ribs, all because he decided to slide down the slide there at American Family Field. How you doing, Jose? I'm doing great. Let's do it for Dave for yeah. uh, Speedy Gonzalez Dave, his imitation of Ricky Henderson and company. Um, and you know what? The best thing is, I, I know we can laugh about it. Obviously, none of us want to go through that. Sure. It's, it's painful. Um, but to hear the players immediately jump aboard and say, hey, man, we did it for Dave, I think it's pretty – it tells you a lot about the, what they think of him, number one, how much yeah. he's loved and, and, and respected. And also the culture around this ballpark, around this this ball club. It's pretty amazing. It certainly is. And it was cool to see those guys do it. And Dave talked about it uh, during the game as well. And I was talking to him via text about how guys reached out to him when he was over at the emergency room before the game and uh, before uh, batting practice and warm-ups. And Mookie Betts FaceTimed him. And it was the, the nurses and doctors were freaking out because Dave was on FaceTime with Mookie Betts inside uh, the room there <laughs> in the emergency room. So that was very cool. But back on the field, the cat man, Tony Gonsland. Uh I know he was asked afterwards about maybe he's gotten over that hurdle. And Dave Roberts was asked, does he seem like he's refreshed? Maybe he got his second win. Based on the last couple of starts, uh, it would certainly appear, Jose, that that uh, that hurdle that he hit at the All-Star break right before and right after, it looks like he's gotten over it. Uh, yeah, let's not forget, he came into this game with an August average against a 125, okay? And then 2-0, 0.77, I would say, uh, Tim, that he's way over that and past that. Yeah. Um, listening to him talk, and I'm glad to see and hear this, I know that the slider have been a bit of an issue, obviously, because you want to have – Besides the fastball that he commands so well, well, also you got to have something running east to west. Hitters are sitting on his splitter, especially with two strikes. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's able to at least you know steal a strike here and there with a curveball early in counts, and it's able to go out there and with a slider today because he worked on it in between sessions, between outings, able to command it today. But the one thing I notice is usually when guys are going through something like this, and we know that his career high in innings is 128 back in 2018 combined between A and AA. Mm -hmm. He came into today with 116 in the third. Guys will almost try to manufacture power, manufacture 
um, location. He is playing catch, and Rick Monday and I talked about this in Kansas City. He plays catch. He gets the ball, doesn't overthink it. So, to me, the most important work that he's doing is happening between starts. So, when he goes into a start, things just flow naturally, and he's able to go out there and just trust what he's worked on. He doesn't worry about velocity. You never see him look up to see what he's throwing, how hard he's throwing. But, boy, he can spot some pitches. And today he was on spot again against a team, by the way, that uh, had come into this one, having hit a couple more home runs collectively than the Dodgers. Jose, what about Craig Kimbrell tonight? So what does it say about him that he was able to go back out there uh, and, and get over the hurdle of last night, giving up that two-run single, losing in the 11th inning, having some control issues, gets back out there on the mound tonight and hangs on to get the save, and Dave Roberts having the confidence to put him back out there. I think Dave Roberts having the confidence to say quite openly before the game as to what was really wrong with, with Craig Kimbrough. I think it's helpful for the manager to go out there and, and, and say it and throw it out there and know that, hey, he's chasing strikeouts. That becomes a problem. His mechanics get out of whack. Uh, he's not trusting that breaking ball. There's no enough consistency in the way he's trying to fill the zone. Today, the best thing for Craig Kimbrough was to get the baseball. And I'm telling you, going back to conversations I have with Bobby Cox, it's like, Jose, the best thing I can do for a reliever that's struggling, especially the closers, give him the ball the very next day after mm -hmm. he struggles. And, yes, it's easy to say, yeah, it's easy to do it when you have a 17-game lead. <laughs> and it is true. It yeah. is true. It is quite a luxury. But – the best thing, too, is that your pitcher was ready to step up to the challenge. It wasn't clean again, but at least he was able to conserve that lead and get the job done when he needed to against Arias. He spun the ball, the ball much better, did not try to over-recreate rotation and spin, and was able to get it done. But, um, you know, we're openly talking about this in the broadcast, too, and you mentioned it earlier. It's one thing to have a two-game lead, mm -hmm. to be two games behind, than to have 17 because there's a lot of things that you can experiment and evaluate knowing that you're expecting to get the best version of guys like a Gallo, a Kimbrough, and other guys that you want to see how they fit in. But uh, having the uh, luxury of this uh, kind of lead is certainly gives you a little room to wiggle with. Final thing, Jose, the, the professionalism of Austin Barnes, what, what he means to this team behind the plate, the game he calls, being that security blanket for a lot of these Dodgers pitchers, uh, being able to throw the knowing they can throw the ball in the dirt, they can they can get away with stuff because he'll block it defensively. He calls a good game. Um, he keeps him calm out there, and then offensively, he hits a home run tonight. And I say professional because not only that, but here's a guy who's dealing with some off the field issues, a family emergency, he hadn't played in almost what 12 days, and comes out there tonight and goes two for three and does a really good job behind the plate. I mean, he is a, he is what you call a professional. Consummate professional. I mean, you see Austin Barnes so engaged with his teammates the days, obviously, that he's not playing. He's watching the game up close. He's explaining things to guys on, you know, in the dugout. Um, and I really do tip my hat. I know he's going through some things right now off mm -hmm. the field, and, uh, you know, hopefully things are going well with his family. But one thing, too, is, you know, in this day and age, uh, Tim, of uh, stats and logistics and, and things like launch angles and exit <laughs> velocities and, and on base and, and you know, OPS – there's an appreciation for guys like this, and baseball <laughs> needs more of this. Yeah. Look at the Houston Astros. Martín Maldonado. Does anybody talk about Martín Maldonado's on base or power? No. no. But look what he does with that staff. And there's a certain value where you have to just appreciate. That's why he got a two-year extension, by the way, because this organization understands the importance he plays on the guys here, the guys in the future, the guys that are coming. 
and his mentality. I mean, he's pretty much an open book encyclopedia of pitching. And a lot of times I say that some of the best pitching coaches could also be former catchers like Dave Duncan because they fear from so many angles. They actually have to correct pitchers during a game in bullpen sessions. And I'm so glad uh, the things went so well today where Austin Barnes contributed with the bat. You know, Jose, I just keep thinking about David Vasse and how uncomfortable he's going to be tonight and tomorrow oh, trying to sleep. But those cracked ribs, I mean, the wrist alone is going to be painful. But I don't think people realize. I've never had a cracked rib. I've had <laughs> bruised ribs before, but never cracked ribs. And I was in pain trying to sleep. You turn over, you toss and turn, then trying to get up to go to the bathroom. It, everything hurts. Oh, man, Dave has to say the lovable, as Rick Monday likes to say. <laughs> We're, um, I remember having a rib issue uh, when I was in the minors, and it wasn't even cracked. It was just a, something mm-hmm. you know that I, I hit. I had, a, I had a bag wrong or something like that. And it was like three weeks were just intense pain, even when sneezing and coughing. So uh, for Dave, he's a gamer. He posted up. He's going to do the same thing. He's doing a great job today, and we'll continue to do so. And I uh, got some very good insight today again after the game. Awesome. Awesome. Jose, appreciate it, and we'll uh, check with you, if not tomorrow, when they return home for the homestand. Okay, Timmy, be well, man. Uh, all right, there he goes. Jose Moda from Sportsnet LA and right here on AM570 LA Sports. I said it over the weekend. Him and Rick Monday, so fun to listen to. Uh, two former players just chopping it up when they call a game, just talking baseball. It's 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 like the game's happening. We're just happy to be sitting listening to these two guys who played the game at the highest level. Rick Monday won a championship. You know, Jose Moda played in the big leagues, played professional baseball, been around the game his entire life with his dad. And just hearing these guys chop it up and talk baseball is a lot of fun uh, for Dodger fans, no doubt about it. 866-987-2570. Daniels Jewelers Home Run Forecast wants to congratulate Mary Afshar of San Diego. Mary receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card for playing the Daniels Jewelers Home Run Forecast for your chance to win a $50 gift card. Just go to am570lasports.com, keyword home run, am570lasports.com, keyword home run. Sandy in Laguna Hills is next up here on AM570LA Sports and Dodger Talk. Hi, Sandy. Hi there. I just want to send love and prayers to Dave because we're all missing him, of course. And what a guy he is to show up there tonight even after all that. And then congrats to God for them on his 15 wins. And kudos to Max and Austin for their home runs. Yeah. What a game. And it was scary to have Kimball come out there tonight <laughs> after last night. But he, but he did pass for us, and he did do it. So that was yeah, good. But it did. was scary when he came out there. It thought, was. Oh, my God, no. Yeah, but, it was. But he came through, and he made the close, and that was good. Yeah, it, it, it was scary, Sandy. Great to hear from you. Don't be a stranger, and we'll send our best to David Vasse. Thank you so much for checking in. Jacob in Burbank, the great 1-8. Jacob, how you doing? Any special messages for the great David Vasse, who's uh, in pain right now? Well, I just hope David uh, feels a lot better and for his speedy recovery. Uh, we're just wishing him the best out here in the Valley. So, yeah, Dave, get well soon. And, yeah, just a speedy recovery. All right. Recovery for what, him. what else do you want to say, Jacob? What do you think about the game tonight? Uh, the game tonight was excellent. I saw two home runs, one from Austin Barnes and one from Max Muncy, of course. So overall, it was just a great game tonight. Yeah, it was. Jacob, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for the nice words for David Vasse. 866-987-2570. Manny in L.A. Manny, welcome to Dodger Talk here on AM570. How you doing, Manny? I'm doing a lot better than David Vasse. Let's do it. Hashtag do it for David. Um, I'm somebody who not too long ago broke my wrist 
I broke two bones, the distal radius mm-hmm. on the left side and the ulna bone on the right side of my wrist. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's hope he avoids surgery and it's not that bad. But uh, hang in there, Dave. I know you're listening. We love you, man. Yeah. Um, focus back on the game. Uh, it, it's so good to see uh, the coach, you know, Dave Roberts, you know, talk up Craig uh, Kimbrell after, like, you know, the blown save last night. And then, you know, just throw them back out there. Like, hey, you know what, man? You blew it last night. Whatever. It's all good. Shake it off. We're going to put you back in. And Kimbrell comes in. You know, it's a little shaky. But, you know, that's with all the things we're talking about with time and everything that the Dodgers have. It's a boat race. What what better way to, like, get your guys going than just throwing them back into the fire and, you know, facing their own demons. So it's good to see Roberts have the confidence. It sets the tone in the uh, clubhouse. And uh, I'm just like, really excited to see Dustin May this Saturday. All, all eyes on him on Saturday. Good luck, Dustin. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the nice words for David. 866-987-2570. Lewis, let's go to – let's squeeze in two more, Colin. What else you got to go tonight? I know the Giants game's still going on. Let's go to Lewis in L.A. Lewis, how you doing? All right, Tim. Good, good night. Uh, how, how are you? Um, I'm doing okay. How about David um, Vasse? He's not doing yeah. too good. He's in pain right David now. Got broken wrist yeah, and cracked ribs. Pain. I was just watching the video right now, and the slide how he went down. Mm-hmm. He should have never put his hands under under his behind because that's that's how he fractured his his wrist and and from him landing to the wall really hard. Oh, he's he's not gonna wake up really good tomorrow. Um, I also checked online on Google, and, and he's, he's trending. He's even on the article on the USA Today and, and even on Twitter and things like that. Um, the video is blowing up, Netflix. Lewis. The video is blowing up. John Boy put yeah. it out there, which is a big uh, baseball uh, social media account. Uh, SI, Sports Illustrated, retweeted them. It's got over a million views. I mean, he is uh, the sports leader up in San Francisco, put out a funny little video, and they actually started to follow me on Twitter. Which is very cool. Colin's excited about that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's blowing up. It's gonna blow up like his wrist yeah. is uh, in pain pretty soon here after the uh, the pain medication I'll, wears I'll, off. All seriousness, hopefully mm. he he recovers. Yeah. Um, the, the pain he's gonna feel a lot of pain. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, hope he recovers. And and I'm glad Craig Kimbrell got over the hump today. And hope he continues preserving at least one run one run leads that we need for the playoffs. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because it was brought up with him in the post game when uh, David and the media talked to Craig Kimbrell at his locker. That that was the first time all year he has come in and gotten a save in a one run game. Think about that. You know that's that's pretty amazing. He's got 21 saves on the season. This is the first one he came in and the Dodgers were clinging to a one run lead. He would have had it last night. Obviously, they were up four to uh, three to two in after you know ten and a half innings, but he gave up the two run single and they lose. But uh, with that being said, um, you know, maybe he gets over the hurdle now. Maybe he comes out and, and pitches much better the final six weeks of the season. Again, they have time to have him figure it out. There is not a sense of urgency for Craig Kimball. And I know that may be frustrating for you, Dodger fans. It may be causing you to say things you usually wouldn't say out loud or, you know, text things to your friends about how angry you are. But they've got time. Nothing to worry about. Trust me. If this was a, a a tight division and these games meant more, the you know the, they have a magic number of twenty eight. Got a magic number already on August seventeenth. They got eighty one wins, eighty one and thirty five. Think about that record that the Dodgers have. A hundred and what? I'm not very good at math. One hundred sixteen games into the season. Colin was a math major. I wasn't. One hundred sixteen games into the season. 
81 and 35. Unbelievable. All right. Let's take one more final call because uh, Colin wants to get out of here. He's had a long day. We're back at it early tomorrow. We got to do it. We have to. We have to. And she better say something positive and something nice to David Vasse, who's in a lot of pain right now. Cracked ribs, broken wrist. He needs your support, Izzy. He needs you. Oh, I know. Well, get well soon, Dave. I never had broken ribs before, but I had broken my hand last year, and that wasn't fun. Ooh. So get well. How'd you um, do that, Izzy? I I fell down. Ooh. And did, so did Dave. I, I fell down, trip over bottle of water. I oh. had the, the whole container. I was, oh. I was gone for about six weeks. With my oh. cast. Did, did it heal? Like, did it heal okay? And you're better now. Yeah, yeah. Good. I didn't need the surgery, but my, the only thing is it's still hard to bend. But anyway, let's get to the dodge again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, great game, great game tonight. Kimball, okay. Well, they won tonight. So anyway, it's we're gonna have to deal with him all year round. But there's a good game tonight after last night. Let's just hope they can um, they can win um, tomorrow and just you know win the series. They really need to win the series, I think. So now, is hold on, yeah. Izzy, because I know you got the big launching pad tomorrow with Petro some money after the game. But what did you think of Dave in the slide? Did you see the video at all? Yes, I did. Yeah, like, uh, forget crazy? the injury. Yeah, forget the injury. Did, what What about the slide itself? How crazy that that he did it? I know. Like, oh my god, I I I couldn't do it. I I would have. You wouldn't do it, is he? No, I would not want to have a broken hand as it is already. So anyway, so. All right, you want to say you want to say a little so, shout out to Dave? Like, get better, Dave. Hashtag do it for David or something like that. We can send him this message. Yeah, get well, baby. Get better, well, Dave, and just be careful next time. So anyway, so. All right, Izzy. All so, right, I appreciate it. We'll okay. hear. We'll hear you tomorrow okay. on the launching pad. Her uh, return to the Petros and Money Show will be after Dodger Talk tomorrow about three fifteen, three thirty, with the launching pad. So make sure to check out uh, Petros Money and Izzy from Anaheim tomorrow afternoon right here on AM570 LA Sports. Again, our thoughts are with David Vasse on a uh, a restful night of sleep. Dave cracked some ribs, broke his wrist in two spots. He's in a cast. He's a trooper. Job well done, Dave. Going to the hospital, coming back, and working tonight in the clubhouse after the game, getting us all the post-game reaction. A tip of the cap to you, David Vasse, for a job well done today. We certainly hope you get a good restful night of sleep. And uh, Dave can have that wrist checked out when he comes back to L.A. I can't afford to have Dave on the 60-day IL. I just can't. I just can't have it happen. I can, have a, I can afford to have Dave on, like, the five-day IL, but that's about it. Anything over five days, Dave's going to have to return to work. All right? That's, that's, that's just the reality of it. All right. Thanks to Colin Yee. Thanks to all you Dodger fans for being a part of the show. Check it out on social media if you haven't already. David Vasse sliding down. Bernie slide there. In Milwaukee at American Family Field. It didn't end well for our intrepid Dodger reporter, but he's doing well and in good spirits. Dodgers beat the Brewers 2-1. to Tony Gonsolin, his 15th win of the season, tied now for the most wins in baseball. Dodgers as a team have the most wins overall at 81. Craig Kimbrell gets the save, his 21st of the season, as the Dodgers tomorrow 
go for the series win in Milwaukee, the fourth and final game. Final game of this road trip as well. It'll be Andrew Heaney and Corbin Burns, the pitching matchup. First pitch at 11-10. We'll get it all started bright and early at 10 a.m. Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. Thanks to everybody for listening. Coming up next, the Jason Smith Show right here on your home of the Dodgers. You're a home of Do It For David, AFI 70 LA Sports. So long, everybody. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.